didgeridoo means it's time for the Australia News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 14th of June, 2015, mate. Oh, g'day, folks, and welcome to the Australia Desk for episode 354. And Grant, I smell so- Have you been drinking? Have you been no, doing no. it? Been- you've been doing a little bit of Rob Mark action, haven't you? No, no, no. I wouldn't hey, do that. hey, hey, before we go anywhere, here, I just want you to blow into this machine. Ready? Go. Oh, okay. Working. Oh, what? <laughs> there we go. Well, I think we have a winner. Congratulations, Grant. You've actually exceeded the Rob Mark level. Hey, go me. Give me the money. Give me the cash. <laughs> have, have this glass of water and we'll get on with the report. I don't know what you put in that water, mate, but it certainly sobered me right up. Yes, fantastic, fantastic. Anyway, wonderful chemicals. Well, Grant, uh, there's not that much news going on in the world of aviation here in Australia this week, but we can talk about a couple of interesting airline stories. Hang on, this article says American Airlines. I thought this was the Australia desk. Are they coming back here or what? Oh, they certainly are, mate. American Airlines are going to be uh, doing the LA-Sydney run. And uh, they're going to be doing it as a code share with their partner, Qantas. But uh, this is the first time that uh, American Airlines has served Australia with its own aircraft since the early 1990s. Way back then, you may remember, they did a four times a week LA, Honolulu, Sydney service using DC-10s. Oh, those were the days. The good old three holers, Grant. Are they going to be oh. coming back with those or something a little more modern? No, something a tad more modern, a uh, twin-engine 777-300ER. Woohoo! Yeah, that should be good. Now, uh, interestingly, with this uh, co-chair, although you know Qantas and American Airlines have been co-chairing for many, many years, but uh, actually as part of this agreement, Qantas is actually going to be scaling back some of its own aircraft that are operating out of Australia across the Pacific now in favour of uh, some of these American Airlines flights. But the really cool thing is that Qantas is going to be operating back to San Francisco, which is something they haven't been doing since 2011. And you know what, mate? I never understood why they did that because uh, going from here into San Francisco is, is a far more pleasant experience than going through Los Angeles, which quite frankly is painful. Oh, that much is certain, mate. I used to love going through uh, San Francisco on my way to and from Boston, but uh, that wasn't just because I had friends and good parties there either. No, it was also uh, quite streamlined and, and pretty good. It just felt a lot better going through SFO than LAX, but you know that was way back and things Things have changed, but yeah, I think it's great. Uh, Qantas are going to work with American. It's uh, this, this is a new thing for them. They've done a lot of work with American within the US, but this is the first time they've actually uh, gone and done the agreement for code sharing across the Pacific. And as you said, that lets them scale back their native aircraft going across the Pacific between Sydney and LA and uh, lets them reposition those aircraft onto Sydney, San Francisco. So there's there's quite a bit of change. There's uh, they're, they're going to be um, changing the Sydney, LA, Melbourne, LA and Brisbane, LA. The LA JFK is still going to keep working. That's a Qantas 747 that transits via LAX and then goes across to uh, JFK. Uh, they're still going to keep doing the Sydney to Dallas, Fort Worth. And uh, they're now going to introduce six times per week Sydney to San Francisco, um, again with a 747-400. But, uh, mate, I've got to say, if I was going to be flying Qantas from Sydney to LAX for some reason and I got on an American 777-300ER, I would be really hopeful that I was not in standard economy because they've got them squeezed in 10 abreast. Ew. Yeah, well, i got to say, mate, um, you know, I, I've travelled, as most people know, across the Pacific heaps of times to the United States and back. And you know what? I must just be getting older and crankier because my wife and I decided after the last return trip to the US last year that we are never doing that in economy class ever again. <laughs> 
well, mate, uh, there's a reason why Kit and I don't do long haul in economy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In a statement here by Alan Joyce, the CEO of Qantas, he says San Francisco is now the most popular onward destination for Qantas's customers traveling to the US, and they're thrilled to be going back. Uh, he says, we know there's strong demand for direct flights, particularly from their corporate clients, who will save about four hours each way in not having to connect through LAX. Grant, I think this is actually one of the first times in my life that I've actually agreed with something Alan Joyce said. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I just felt the whole earth shake with that one. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I, I would tend to agree. Uh, it does save a lot of hassle and effort when you're staging through LA. And it's not just the business folks. It's the us party-type people as well because uh, we can – get off the plane and get straight to the nightclub so much quicker. Well, hey, 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 it's business, Grant. It's it's plane crazy down under official company business. You've got to remember that. Yeah, you know, that's that's always company business. We do a lot of transactions not in the golf club, but in the nightclub. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Well, Ellen Joyce also had a bit to say this week about a subject that we reported on last week, and this is the uh, the push by the government to allow what Grant described as cabotage up in the yes. north end of Australia, uh, carriers coming in from other countries seeking to uh, operate domestic flights within Australia. Well, uh, you know, we reported last week that uh, the bosses over there at uh, Virgin Australia were uh, quite vocal in their opposition to it. And Alan Joyce this week came out in a very similar tone. That's right, mate. And uh, yeah, the concept of cabotage is where a uh, foreign carrier picks up domestic passengers and flies them within a foreign land. So i.e. for this case, it's uh, coming into Australia at, say, Darwin and then picking up some local Aussies and flying them across to Townsville. Uh, This would be much like uh, Qantas flying into LAX and picking up some Americans to fly across to JFK. And these Americans, the only reason they're on Qantas is because they wanted to fly it, for example, is it's not like it's taking passengers away from Delta, United and um, American and so on on the internal domestic world and no other country really allows this to happen so that's why everyone's pretty much up in arms at the Australian government's thoughts of allowing it here. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested folks, an article here uh, in the Australian.com.au where Mr Joyce is basically saying well yeah, no one else around the world is allowed to do it, they're not allowed to do it when they fly to the US as Grant just mentioned and he also mentions that uh, Qantas is not allowed to uh, have any of these, you know, engage in any of these sorts of activities or pretty much in any other part of the planet where they fly so obviously they don't want uh, that happening here in Australia and I guess uh, you know from a it must be twice in a week Grant I think I agree with that too what's wrong with me well mate I think if that's the case we need to jump across the ditch and go and talk about Air New Zealand while you're on such a good mood absolutely well let's talk about another chief executive Christopher Luxon the the boss cocky there at uh, Air New Zealand well he says that their Boeing 767-300ERs are likely to remain in their fleet longer than had been initially planned and Air New Zealand uh, had originally planned to withdraw the last of their 767-300ERs by the end of 20. 17, 18, that sort of time frame. Now he's saying that they may in fact keep a couple of them on stream to uh, serve the Pacific Islands Australia and what he describes as some fly and flop outbound New Zealand destinations. That's an interesting turn of phrase that I read here in australianaviation.com.au, Grant. Yeah, I'm hoping he's not referring to uh, their uh, co-chair agreement with Air India on that fly and flop, but um, yeah, I think it's uh, a way to uh, you know fly out and um, flop down and sleep perhaps, but Um, You crazy Kiwis and your strange vernacular, I tell you. Oh, well, you know, get me jandals on, jump in a trundler and go flanging over a judder bar. The 767-300s, like the Qantas ones, they were getting long in the tooth, but they do look nice with those uh, winglets. I guess it's, it's just like the 1950s, put fins on it and we'll buy anything, right? 
Absolutely. They do really look great. And, uh, of course, uh, New Zealand has been uh, very firmly jumping onto the uh, 777-787 bandwagon of late, and so I guess that's what they'd be uh, looking for. In fact, uh, it says here that they're looking for another 12 of the type to be delivered between now and 2018-2019, uh, that sort of time frame. So interesting that they'll keep the old 767s uh, on stream. I'll be interesting, even more interested to find out in the future, Grant, what fly and flop is. But, uh, Grant, <laughs> you also mentioned there that they were uh, looking at doing a bit of a deal with Air India. That's right, mate. They're doing a code share deal. They'll get passengers over here to Australia and then those passengers will fly on with Air India from Sydney or Melbourne back to Delhi. And uh, that's recognising that there is a large Indian immigrant population in New Zealand who, uh, if they're wanting to go home, instead of uh, Air India having to fly all the way to New Zealand to pick them up, they can now uh, use Air New Zealand to get across and stay on the one code share flight and so on. That is, of course, assuming that the uh, Indians in, in uh, New Zealand want to fly Air India. It's not everyone who wants to fly that airline. Yes, well, I'll tell you what, Grant, if uh, colour schemes have anything to do with it now, you, now I do like the Air New Zealand colour scheme, but I'm not a great fan of the Air India colour scheme, I must say. Even though they do fly their 787s in here to Melbourne several times a week and they fly them into Sydney several times a week as well. I don't know. I like to look at the 787, but I don't like that Air India. You know, lift, lift your game, Air India, really. Get, get something classy on there, surely. That should get uh, some hate mail, Grant. Uh, yeah, I think that definitely will. So on that note, we should probably go and uh, consult our legal advice. Absolutely. And if you'd like to, just send it to maxflight at airplanegeeks.com. He'll, he'll handle all your complaints there, Air India fans. That's the one. He's good at that. <laughs> well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. Less Max Fizers, of course. We'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Dude, should we have really made that joke about Rob Mark? Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't think he ever listens anyway, does he? Mm, probably not. Production by Southern Skies. Online media.